Hello everyone and welcome to the Impact Play. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and debates that bridges out beyond the just gaming. We're not only blurring the lines between gaming, entertainment, sports, and music. We're even amplifying those voices and having their stories told here on the Impact Play. Join us as we record the show live over at twitch.tv backslash the Impact Play. Make clicking on on that notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on youtube or even on your favorite podcast platform to simply search for the impact play however you consume your content wherever you consume it we are there joining us on patreon where several recruits and above get the show ad free gold recruits have and above have have exclusive access to not only the post show but they can even call in and be a part of the live show experience at patreon.com backslash the impact play to learn more i am your show host muhammad otherwise known as it's yaku this is episode 108 on the agenda we have the latest addition to nintendo switch lineup the oled model ubisoft ubisoft is taking assassin's creed a different approach um sorry ubisoft is taking a different approach with assassin's creed we have all the major announcements from PlayStation State of Play. The latest information revealed at WitcherCon. Zack Snyder is, devel- is directing a sci-fi fantasy film with Netflix. Dustin Poirier TKO's Conor McGregor. Messi wins his very first international trophy. One Day LA and the Freedom Experience live concert event plus the top stories of the week. So, welcome to our very first segment of the show, where we discuss what we have been playing, what we have been enjoying, and essentially what we have been up to. So, I guess you guys know what I'm first going to be talking about, if, you, if you've been paying attention to our our uh, live playthroughs, as well as the uh, sh- uh, shows, you guys know that I've been mainly on Racket League, and I actually did miss, unfortunately... I didn't miss the sixth <laughs> birthday skin that came out the summer formal on July seventh. That's literally the only skin that I missed. I honestly forgot all about it. But I did claim the Knight Rider skin. I was it yesterday or the day before? But I claimed it this week, essentially. But I'm mostly excited for it. It's Back to the Future coming out next week, for sure. But uh, hopefully by later on today. I will be doing some Rocket League, and there's a beach ball limited time mode that's available now, and I be, I will be uh, live streaming that as well. But other than that, I'm all caught up with Loki. I'll discuss more on that on the post show, and I also did watch this week uh, Black Widow, and I'll discuss all and I'll discuss that on the post show as well, and just give uh, give guys it's gonna it's gonna involve. I'll try to keep it as spoiler-free as possible, but just uh, uh, you guys are aware, if you guys are a Patreon uh, supporter, uh, there might be some spoilers. I won't, I'll try my best to to uh, move away from them, to, to keep it spoiler-free, but, you know, yeah. So, that's essentially it. Uh... Yeah, that's essentially it. So, without further delay, we're going to hop into the news. And we're going to... First, we're going to hop into your gaming play. So, the Nintendo Switch reveals the older Switch. And it's not what people, what everyone else thought. Which, myself included. But it's not... Nintendo does things that that is completely out of the norm. There's no reason for it to catch up with Sony or Xbox or what have you with uh, 4K, uh, better processing unit and all this stuff. There's no reason to it. Nintendo has been doing has been in it doing its own thing since the the since the Game Boy, the original Game Boy days. So. I know a lot of people have have been, have been disappointed, but once I started reading into it, I realized it. There's no re- there's no room for disappointment. Nintendo doesn't need any of these higher specs or play catch up with Xbox and Sony. They don't need that at all. That's not their market. They have their own market, which is handheld focused. And literally, the only difference between this model 
is a slightly bigger screen, which is better for on-the-go play, as well as an OLED display, of course. Better battery, but the the Joy-Cons will be compatible with this unit as well, with the same Joy-Cons now. And, it, and it'll be available on October 8th for $349.99 as well. Uh, the dock will have its own wired LAN port. A better, oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about this. The console itself will have a better uh, stand as well as 64 gigs of internal storage. Well, li literally, that's it. But there is, I guess, I don't know if they're calling it hope or they're trying to hold on to something that there might be a 4K model that still in the works, but like I said before, Nintendo doesn't need a 4K model. They don't need any of this. They're literally in their own market. Okay, so we're going to move on. Moving on. Uh, this is going from GamesIndustry.biz. Ubisoft announced details on the future of Assassin's Creed and its new live service approach to the franchise, Assassin's Creed Infinity. Now in development, Assassin's Creed Infinity will be a, a collaborative project between Ubisoft, Ubisoft Montreal and Ubisoft Quebec. Marc Alexis Quote will lead the cross-studio project it is, as executive producer and Etienne O'Lanier. Brand director of the franchise will join as well. Additionally, Jolene Lafarrier will serve as a senior producer, while Jonathan Dumont will take the creative director role at Ubisoft Quebec, and Clint Hacking will fill the same role at Ubisoft Montreal. The publisher explained the shift, saying rather than continuing to pass the baton from game to game, we profoundly believe this is an opportunity for one of the Ubisoft's most beloved franchises to evolve in a more integrated and collaborative manner that's less centered on studios, more focused on talent and leadership, no matter where they are within Ubisoft. The publisher also stressed the franchise has always had multicultural development teams, saying while we know there's always room for improvement, we believe this new structure allows us to ensure that diversity and representation within our teams continue to grow and match that of our players. We have full confidence in the entire Assassin's Creed team. Ubisoft take Ubisoft takes each and each and every what? Uh, what's this allegation about? Okay. Uh, let me see. Oh, so it's about, um, about bullying, and some sort of manipulative leadership style. So it essentially, is that they're investigating it and they're taking it seriously and what have you. But in regards to the game, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Instead of instead of looking forward to a new Assassin's Creed each year, each two years, or, or whatever the cycle is. Because this, Valhalla was literally my first Assassin's Creed experience. My true Assassin's Creed experience. And it's still my game of the year. But nonetheless, I'm looking forward to it. Because I feel like they're following 343's footsteps with uh, Halo Infinite. Because they used to release Halo 1, Halo 2, 3, 4, 5. But now Halo Infinite is going to be like a live service. It's not going really it's not, it's not really to be a live service game. But they're going to have DLC and future content into, uh, coming later on. So this is kind of following in that footsteps. I'm looking forward to it. For sure. And hopefully they'll have... I'm pretty sure this they just started it so it's years away. Cross-play and cross-progression. That's all I care about. And a live service game. So, uh, moving on to PlayStation State of Play. And thank you for Games Writer from this article. So everything that was announced from Deathloop to Death Stranding. It was a 30-minute showcase that focused on the upcoming PS5 exclusive time loop shooter from the Dishonored and Prey developer. Uh, so essentially, we got Mass Book Two, which is coming to PSVR. We have Arcade Geddon, 
Oh, it's, it's, it's an arcade game, essentially. <laughs> Coming in 2022, we have Tribes of Midgard, July 27th, as well as Coming to Steam, as well as the PS4. Fist, F-I-S-T, Forged in Shadow Torch. That's a weird name, but it looks pretty good. So it's coming on the PS4 and PS5, September 7th. We have Hunter's Arena Legends, which is coming to both the PS4 and PS5 on August 3rd on PS Plus. Sifu is coming to early 2022. Jed, the Shore, the Far Shore, I'm sorry. PS5 and PS4 later this year. Demon Slayer. Kemetsu no Yaba, the Hino, the Hinokami Chronicles. This this game looks great. On October fifteenth, Lost Judgment. It's the it's essentially a Yakuza spin-off series. So it was just, they announced some gameplay, which we, we know about this game from before. Death Stranding, the Rexus Cut, which we discussed. Did we discuss this? I feel like we did, but I feel like we didn't because this was announced on the state of place. I don't know how I announced it last week, but regardless, Death Stranding is getting a director's cut, which is kind of a game-boosted mode to take to take uh, advantage of the PS5's hardware. But not just that, they're branding as a director's cut, because it's going to have much more than that. Deathloop, we also got 10 minutes of gameplay. And that's essentially it. But since we are talking about uh, updates and so on, Dark Souls 3 is getting a 60 frames performance patch on the Xbox Series consoles. Actually, they did receive as of this recording, so yeah. So, moving on. Apex Legends was hacked to protest Titanfall uh, server hack, which they made this even... So, they essentially broke the game. So, people think... And I've, I see this on social. People think that they can do a much better job than actual... Developers who their job is developing and maintaining a game. And they think that, oh, it's going to be easy. And, and what happened? They ended up breaking the game, essentially. They ruined the game for everybody. But yeah, so moving on. Let's see. Destiny 2 Showcase has been announced for August, and fans are already speculating it could be the next expansion. It's going from IGN. So literally, that's all. That's all there is. There's nothing else to it. <laughs> all right. Next, Atari is shaking up its business strategy once again. The company announced that its board of directors has signed off a new approach centered around making premium games for PCs and consoles, with reduced emphasis on mobile and free-to-play games. It's coming from GamesIndustry.biz. Our intent any gaming experience is to provide accessible and joyful moments of meaningful play with Atari's recently appointed CEO Wade, Ro Wade Rawson that's the core of Atari and what binds our history with our future to that end we feel that premium gaming is better representative of this type of gaming experience in Atari DNA the company said the competitive and marketing environment is waiting on the free-to-play business model is weighing on the free-to-play business model, but it will continue to operate successful free-to-play titles with a continuing user base. However, free-to-play games like Roller Coaster Tycoon series, Crystal Castle, 
Crystal, Crystal Castles and Castles and Catapults in Ninja Golf and Atari Combat. Tank Fury will either be shut down or sold off. Additionally, Atari is, ex is exiting its Atari casino business in Africa, running down its efforts to get into TV show production. So I feel like I don't know what it's doing. Literally, the hotel didn't even take off. So it's literally like it invests in businesses and what, and before it even takes off or even when it really just begins, it cuts it off. <laughs> but yeah, well, we'll see what, we'll see what over, uh, fruit despairs. Mystery, there is a mystery project from Battlefield 2042 co-developer and we will receive fan favorite maps. It's going from Games Radar once again. Ripple Effect General Manager Christine Grass touched on the director of of the studio's play player inspired Battlefield's 2014 experience during t during EA's Play Spotlight, confirming that it will in some way revisit maps from the series' history. I can't I can't say that much about it, Grass said, but I can say is that one of the co components of this experience that we're creating is that we're adding some of the fan favorite maps. Excuse me, back into Battlefield 2042, but for the entire experience, we'll have to wait a bit longer before we, we reveal what that is. This doesn't tell us Ripple Effects projects will feel moment to moment, but it does at least give us some inking as to what it will add to the Battlefield 2042, 2042's ecosystem. Nostalgic maps are pretty much always welcome in long running franchises. Alrighty, let's see what do we got. Ooh, interesting. So we have a new series, uh, Xbox Series S X screen portable display that has been funded in less than twenty minutes. Um, so essentially, UP Spec Gaming announced its X screen for the Xbox Series S last month, and they launched a Kickstarter for it on Wednesday. The screen took just about 20 minutes to reach its funding target, but it isn't exactly, uh, so let me see. Okay, so the X screen is desirable because it adds a display to the Xbox Series S without any console modification being required. It also removes the need for a, a HDMI cable and display power cable, while also folding shut to make it easy, uh, make it, make it easy for transport. It's only a 11.6 inch screen, but offers 1080p output at 60 hertz. So essentially, it's inserted into the USB and HDMI port on the back. But the standard uh, power cable should work with it automatically. So essentially, it'll. It'll be it'll retail for two hundred and fifty dollars when it comes out. So moving on, the Star Wars Old Republic Legacy of the Sith has been announced. It's coming from Comic Book. Bioware and EA have been, have announced that the new expansion for the MMO Star Wars of the Old Republic will be releasing later this year. The expansion is the first that the game has received in quite some time, and will be titled. We already said that, and while this news. On its own, might be exciting for many longtime players of the Old Republic. Bioware says that the release of this new add-on will serve as the first step in celebrating the game's 10th anniversary in a greater way throughout 2022. So essentially, the the baseline level will receive a level cap to uh, uh, 80. And there's a new feature known as Combat Styles. Will allow players to fulfill their ultimate Star Wars fantasy, independently choosing a specific class story and combining it with the ability set from other related tech or force wielding cl classes. Bioware said of this new system is a in a press release existing. Returning and new players can look forward to improving and creating their Star Wars characters through a refactured character creation system. In addition, updates to itemization and loaded experiences as well as streamlined class design further enhances the Star Wars Old Republic experience for new. We already said that. 
So essentially, I haven't even played this. I saw I have it on my backlog, but I haven't touched it. <laughs> so it's definitely, uh, it's definitely uh, I'm gonna be playing it hopefully. So last but not least, The Witcher 3's next generation update will have DLC inspired by the Netflix show. It'll be coming to the PS5, Xbox Series X, S, and PC later on this year. And it's tweeted by The Witcher. Now it's time for your entertainment play. And now we're going to move on to The Witcher Con. So essentially, we were ready to discuss about the DLC that's coming to the actual Witcher game. But this is revolving around in the Netflix side of things. So, we got a new tra uh, teaser trailer for The Witcher Season 2. As well as a art. A, po a poster as well. And it's coming December 17th. Next, we have an animated film. That is set for August 23rd. As well as we got our first uh, look photos of the set for season two, which we're not going to show. We try to keep it as spoiler free as possible. And that's essentially it. Now, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad is only about a month away from releasing in theaters. As a Warner Brothers movie, though, you can also stream it on HBO Max on release date August 6th. The Suicide Squad falls somewhere between a reboot and a sequel. But the trailer thus far have shown a lot more promise than the 2016 original. And I'm definitely looking forward to it as well. Thank you to GameSpot for that article. Okay. Avatar The Last Airbender creator teases ambitious Avatar Studio plans spanning 20 years. So Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra fans are about to embark on a massive expansion of the Avatar universe. In February, Viacom CBS announced the formation of Avatar Studios, Avatar The Last Airbender, and The La Legend of Korra creators Michael Dante, DeMartino, and Brian Konezko are heading the studio, which exists to create new stories set in the same universe as the beloved animated series. Its first project is an animated feature film with future projects coming to Paramount Plus and Nickelodeon. So that's essentially it, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Because I definitely like The Legend of Korra. I like that, the side of the Avatar. So, oh, we're talking about that last. Actually, let's talk about this first. So this one we kind of briefly just talked about this last week's on last week's episode where we're, we're gonna go more in depth about it. This is in regards to Ubisoft's. I'm sorry, where did you get Ubisoft from? The weekend will star in 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 as well as co-write a cult series with HBO uh, in Euphoria. So the weekend is developing a series at uh, HBO which she could star in as well as co-write. Currently titled The Idol, the series follows a female pop singer who starts a romance with an enigmatic LA club owner who is the leader of a secret cult. The weekend whose real name is Abel Tesfai Tess, will serve as co-writer and executive producer along with Reze Fahim and Sam Livingston with all three credited as creators. As creators of the show. Joseph Epstein will also write and executive produce in addition to serving as showrunner. Mary Laws will write and co-executive produce. Livingston will, will executive produce via Little Lamb along with Ashley Livingston and Kevin Turan. Aaron L. Gilbert will executive, executive produce via Braun Studios. Wasim S.A.L. Lobby and LA Mark C. Taylor will co executive produce. So that's essentially it. Yeah, there's no um, ETA, but yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. 
So the F9 reigns over the July 4th weekend as Boss Baby is number two and Zola starts strong. It's coming from Variety. So F9 generated $23 million this weekend and $374 million to date. And was an expectation to cross the $500 million mark. Boss Baby collected $16.04 million in its first three days in theaters and extended with $20.3 million in the first four days. The Forever Purge pulled in $15.66 million, uh, million in revenue by Monday. Uh, let's see what else we got here. So that's essentially it for the business side of things. So animated film, Be uh, Bell by the Japanese director, Ho Hosara Mora will join the, the Cannes Film Festival lineup. The festival said Sunday that Bell will have its world pr premiere in the Cannes premiere section and play on Thursday, July 15th. I'm looking for that's what I'm looking for. This actually looked good. Now, let's see. SAO Progressive Movie Services with a new poster. And of course, you know, SAO is like literally. One of my top anim my top modern animes, I should say. I was gonna say top anime, but no, DB nothing tops DBZ. Uh, so uh, the company is set to hold an event at Anime Expo twenty twenty one. Let me see if they announce anything here. This was. About a week ago, let's see. Anything new? Yeah, there was a new trailer. Oh, here it is. Perfect. That works just fine. October 30th. It will hit Japan. But. There's no really state of the US version of it. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. Okay, let's see. What else we got here? The anime movie. I'm gonna s hopefully I don't watch this. Evan. Jellion 3.0 plus 1.01 Thrice Upon a Time will be released by Amazon in August, which is the latest film in the long-running sci-fi franchise. Uh, hit Prime Video on August 13th. So it's literally the fourth film in the in the series. Well, I'm surprised I haven't heard of this before. Wow, Amazon Prime! I never knew I had anime. I'll definitely look into that. Now, Monsters at Work, it's a spin-off series and sequels of Monsters Incorporated. The film is set in a fictional world of monsters whose human children scream. I know about that. Uh, so, it'll no longer uh, run on children's screens, but it'll run on the laughter. Which will, so, essentially, I think it branches off the movie. But essentially, let me see, yeah. So let's see. So the first two episodes are out now. So I'll definitely, hopefully, watch that later on today if I have time and discuss that more on the post show. So if you guys are interested in, um, in the discussion, join us there.
So Digimon Adventure Reboot is uh, getting a sequel. So this report's coming from comicbook.com once again. As part of the 20th anniversary. So essentially it's coming from merchandise that was released and so on, but yeah. A, let's see. Queer Eye will be uh, releasing free to watch, not just on Netflix, but also on their YouTube channel. So it is out now if you guys are interested to watching it. Now we're moving on to Doc, Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. The Hollywood Reporter confirmed that Snyder will be co-writing, directing, and producing Rebel Moon, an epic sci-fi fantasy for Netflix. The story of Rebel, I'm sorry, of Rebel Moon is set in motion when a peaceful colony on the edge of the galaxy is threatened by the armies of a tyrannical, tyrannical regent named Balasarius. The Desperate people dispatch a young woman with a mysterious past to seek out warriors from neighboring planets to help them make a stand. Rebel Moon will be Snyder's next project and expected to begin production in early 2022, so don't expect anything until maybe 2023. So uh, Universal Movies will now go to Peacock after the theoretical runs, which is I think a 16-year deal with HBO. Demon Slayer. Scheduled summer anime event ahead of season 2. Uh, so, for you know, on July 13th, essentially. It's coming from the Twitter account in Japanese. So just expect some sort of announcement from them. Okay. And now the Last of Us TV show's first season will have ten episodes. And apparently both Marvel and DC films will skip San Diego Comic Con at home. So they essentially don't really need it, but it kind of gives them a better focus. But, uh, excuse me, but no, I'm pretty sure these are all bots. So we're going to go ahead and give them a 10 minute timeout. Let's do it on here. Oh, there we go. Much better. Perfect. Now we're gonna keep moving on. This boss had really something to keep showing up every now and then. Hey, uh, where were we? Okay. Marvel's What If is an animated series. It's essentially a spin off of alternate reality. So essentially, it's a whole mashup of the Marvel Universe. It's gonna be an animated series. So. Loki kind of branched, kind of started this off with his alternate, with uh, the uh, alternate realities. So essentially, it's like, for instance, <laughs> it's like it's weird. 
it's like different characters in different in in different universes. So the T'Challa as Iron Man, or Michael B. Jordan as Black Panther, and so on. It's a whole mashup. But yeah. So what if Becky Carter took the super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers? Or if T'Challa was Star-Lord? And a whole bunch of different possibilities. So they're, they're endless. Okay, let's see. So, Greta Gerwig is to direct a Barbie movie starring Margaret Robbins, coming from IGN. Literally, that's, that's all it is. <laughs> it's in the title. And last but not least, Sex and the City's HBO Max revival. And just like that, we got our first look image. Uh, let's open this so I can show you guys. So for those of you, for audio listeners out there, we're definitely missing out. So if you guys haven't missed this uh, live, uh, live recording of the show on Twitch, you can view this later on. On YouTube as well. YouTube.com backslash the impact play. Oh, Alright, there you go. So the production of the show is now underway in New York. And Kim Control is, is won't be returning as Samantha Jones. So it'll be a tenth episode series. So Parker Davis and Nixon will serve as executive producers on the show. In addition to starring Julie Hey, so I'm messing with me. Julie Reinberg, Elise Zoritsky, John Melfi, and Michael Patrick. King also is executive produced. The writers include King, Samantha Irby, Rancha, Frenchman, Kelly Koth, Julie Reinberg, and Elisa. I I said that. But yeah. And it's set to premiere on the CW in 2013. Is it? Hold on. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I, I misread that. That's just a lot more information about other shows. So uh, this is kind of coming to HBO Max, essentially. Uh, okay, that's about it. And now, we're going to move on to the, your sports play. We're going to start with... What's her name? Izzy. Mag Beggar has a new career high in scoring with 20 points in, in uh, July 4th game against LA. Now, Luke. Oh, wow. Okay. Luke the Don Cape drops a triple double as Slovenia beats Lithuania in Glitch's Olympics birth. He helped Slovenia earn a spot in the Summer Olympics in men's basketball after producing a triple double in last Sunday's qualifying win over Lithuania. So So the Olympic Games in Tokyo venues will be held without spectators as the cities enters a COVID-19 state of emergency. This not only applies to foreign visitors, it also applies to, to those living in Japan as well. And let's see. 
Reinhold uh, Cunha Jr. underwent an MRI that showed a complete tear of, of his right ACL. So hopefully he has a safe recovery. The Atlanta Falcons have terminated, have, have ended their contract with Barkevios Miga. Messi won his first international trophy and, and led Argentina to the Copa America. So, uh, congrats to Messi in Argentina. Jalen Luis becomes the youngest American basketball player to go pro. At just 16 years old, five-star recruit Jalen Luis will become the youngest pro basketball player in American history after signing with the Overtime Elite League, according to Athletic. The rising high school junior chose the league over by the sports media overtime over universities such as Kentucky, Duke, excuse me, UCLA, and Michigan. Jalen is one of the most exciting young talents in the country, and we are humbled that he has chosen overtime, elite to elevate his professional development on the court and ac academically while over while building his brand internationally. And he will, and his net worth is over a will be over, uh, over a million dollars over the multi-year contract with OTE. So wow, congrats to him. Atlanta, Atlanta Dream suspends G. Chanetti Carter indefinitely. Due to contract detrimental to the team. Essentially, we don't know why she's suspended, but yeah. Okay. So two more athletes have been suspended. Christine M. Boma and Beatrice Maslingi from the, from the, uh, the Frangian meter race from the Olympics due to test results indicating each have naturally high, naturally High levels of testosterone, which doesn't make sense at all. But literally, the whole the whole rules or whatever has has to has to change. All right. Now we're going to move on to the NBA playoffs. Phoenix lead Milwaukee 2 to 0, which I'm surprised. And I, I don't know, I honestly don't know which way it's going to go. So we'll see game three tonight. How, how, how it fares if Milwaukee decides to actually win the game. We'll see. And now we're going to go on to 2021 SPS Awards, SPYS, <laughs> presented by Capital One. Um, I'm curious to what it stands for. Excellence in Sports Performance Yearly. Wow, oh, okay. So we have the Jimmy V Award for per Perseverance for uh, Chris Nicky. Marcus Rashford won the Pat Tillian Award for Service. Maya Moore won the Arthur, the Arthur Ash Courage Award. Best team went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Best championship moment went to the Los Angeles Dodgers uh, to win the World Series. Best athletes uh, for men's sports, Tom Brady of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Best coach went to Tara Van Der Veer. 
Best WWE moment. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair make history at the f- as the first black woman to main event WrestleMania. Best college athlete in women's sports went to Paige Buker, Bu- Bukers uh, of the UConn basketball. Best championship performance went to Simon Biles. Best play went to Arizona Cardinals Kai. Ka- Kyler Murray launches a Hail Mary to DeAndre Hopkins. Best game went to NCAA Men's Final Four. Gonzaga defeats UCLA 93-90. Best breakthrough athlete went to LaMelo. LaMelo Ball of the Charlotte Hornets. Best athlete women's sports went to Naomi Osaka for tennis. Best best record-breaking performance went to Russell Westbrook of the Washington when the Washington Wizards breaks Oscar Robertson's 47-year-old triple-double with 182. Best college athlete of men's sports, Devontae Smith of Alabama football. Best NFL player, Tom Brady of the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Best MLB player went to Shohei Otani of the Los Angeles of the Los Angeles Angels. Best NBA player went to Stephen Curry of the Golden State Warriors. Best NHL player went to Patrick Kane of the Chicago Blackhawks. Best WNBA player, Brianna, Brianna Stewart of the Seattle Storm. Best athlete of men's golf went to Phil Mickelson. Best a- best athlete of women's golf went to Se si- Young Kim. Best international athlete of Women's soccer went to Sam Mowis of Manchester City the, uh, and the USA national team. Best driver went to Lewis Hamilton of F1. Best MLS player, Diogo Ruiz of the Los Angeles Football Club. Best NWSL player went to Julio Ertz of the Chicago, of the Chicago Red Stars. Best international athlete of men's soccer. Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Best boxer, Tyson Fury. MMA fighter, Rakib Norma Gomadov. Best athlete of men's tennis, no, Novav, Novak Djokovic. Best athlete of women's tennis, Naomi Osaka. Best athlete of men's action sports, Gabriel Medina surfing best athletes of women's action sports chloe kim snowboarding best jockey joel Zor- rosario best athlete with a disability men's of men's sports chris nick nikik of the triathlon best as best athlete with a with a disability of women's sports becca murray wheelchair basketball Wow, so that's essentially it of the FCs, and we're gonna end this with the uh, UFC two sixty four results. Uh, let's see. Actually, let's go into this manually. Is this a video? Yeah, it's a video. Okay, let me go find this. Do something. Essentially, doesn't pure TKO McGregor with a I think a torn ankle or something. Let me see. Oh no, the doctor stopped it, so it was a technical knockout, not a not an actual knockout.
So essentially, yeah. So we're going to move on to your music play. So we're going to go into this Britney Spears and conservatorship that's been going on, that's been making the news lately. And of course, I had to, I had to look into this, do my research, and I'll discuss this on the show. So essentially, Britney Spears is coming from Deadline, by the way. Britney Spears called 911 to report a con- conser- I'm going to keep watching up this name. Conservatorship. Conservatorship abuse one night prior to presenting her testimony in court, according to a New Yorker expose published on Saturday Saturday by Ronin Fayer and Gia Tolentino. So, essentially, what's going on was essentially her father uh, has all her rights to Britney Spears' physical well being as well as her finances because apparently she couldn't. Uh, take care of herself, so her father still has the rights to, to do that. So, so, and now what's been going on is he's trying to get her rights back, and the, the court essentially denied, denied her, and she's still trying to fight it. But that's essentially what's what's been going on. So, Chance the Rapper's magnificent coloring world. It's coming to AMC theaters across the country starting August 3rd. And of course, I'm going to be watching this as well. So I'm definitely excited about that. Space Jam, A New Legacy. The soundtrack is now available to stream. So you could... My favorite streaming music streaming platform is Spotify. So I've been listening to, this, to the album so far. And so far, it's okay. But I kind of feel like I have to listen to the rest of it to actually give a better... A better opinion. So I'll discuss that more in the post show. Ed Sheeran's headlining Pandora Live ver- Pandora's live virtual concert. Uh, when is the thingy? On July sixteenth. No. Hold on. Yeah, Friday, July sixteenth, from six p.m. to nine p.m. Eastern. Alright, let's see. So Justin Bieber, Chance the Rapper, and Jaden Smith will headline Freedom, the Freedom Experience at SoFi Stadium. And thank you for billboards for this article as well as the rest of them. This is literally where I get all my music info. As part of the One Day LA's COVID-19 service event, According to a statement, the effort aims to mobilize 20,000 volunteers across across Southern California from July 18th to the 24th to offer hope and help by organizing city beautification projects, back-to-school events, free medical clinics, homeless assistance, and aid distribution. So the whole thing will culminate in the Freedom Experience show at the new 70,000 capacity SoFi Stadium in Englewood, California. Uh, so a $20 registration fee will uh, support the efforts and include an official shirt. So here's, it'll be a seven day week experience. The first, actually, no, hold on. There's seven, seven initiatives that they're working on. I'm sorry. The first will transform local faith communities into service centers. The second initiative will abolish $47 million dollars. And medical debt across uh, LA. The third initiative will give SoCal's most vulnerable children a safe place, a safe place to call home. The fourth will reach and rehabilitate and restore LA's inmates. The fifth initiative will lead thousands of homeless into a re- rehabilitation programs. The sixth initiative will ignite a moment of men committed to their families. And the seventh and final. Initiative will mobilize a historic team. And also, Chance the Rapper was added to the lineup.
Post Malone uh, has a new uh, Fast and Furious inspired Motley Crew video that is out now. And then here's a nice little new story for you guys. One third of the 45 trustees are Grammy winners, including John Legend, John Legend, Dave Cope, Yolanda Adams, and Angela Keto. And for the first time, people of color are making up the majority of the Recording Academy's Board of Trustees, accounting for 53% of the newly con constitution board. While can't see this. Okay, here we go. Uh, while Caucasians account for the remaining 47%, males account for 56% of the new board, while females account for 44%. It's nice that they're getting... Diversity is... is uh, being implemented everywhere, essentially. Now, last but not least, Daddy Yankee teams up with Sprite for a limited-time tropical flavor exclusive. It's coined Daddy Mixed by Daddy Yankee. <laughs> uh, that's funny. It's, it's made 100% in Puerto Rico and inspired by the island's vibes, the island's vibes and Yankee's music. And it's in a collaboration with LeBron James as well. There's a no sprite that daddy that is mixed flavor. <laughs> I feel like trying it. I'll definitely give that a shot. If I can find it today, I'll I'll I'll, I'll show you guys my my review on social. That's pretty usual. Okay, let's see what else we got. Looks like that's it. We literally have nothing else to discuss. Nope. Let's add. Yeah, essentially there's nothing else. I don't know if I discussed this before, but I'm pretty sure I did. But if you, ha if you guys missed it, the WNBA All-Star returns to Vegas on July 14th. And that's about it. So thank you guys so much for making the input. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Before I end this, I got to talk about reading mail. <laughs> if you guys want to send this free mail, here's how. We want to know your feedback, your thoughts, and if you have any questions that you may have for us by sending us read email on our Discord server, by leaving a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash play, or even by sending us an email to reademail at mplay.com. Who knows, maybe even be featured on our future episode or even our special reader one segment of the show. So thank you guys so much for making the Impact Play a part of your day. If you should join our community server over on Discord, be sure to enter exclamation Discord in chat now. And guys, we're trying to unlock subs over on Twitch, and we need your help. Share the channel with your friends, your family, anyone who believes we benefit from the show. Hit the follow button, hit the notification bell, and lurk if you must, because every little bit helps us. Helps us take us a step further towards our goals, even a step beyond those goals. And we cannot level up the show to where we know where we can take this, take this without your help. And leave us a review, and we just say we're on your favorite platform. Have a great one, folks. Until next time.